What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And we are recapping and reviewing American Horror Story Season 8 Apocalypse Episode Ooh. 6. 6, guys. And it's a big one. It's it called is. Return to Murder House. It was amazing. Amazing. But don't forget, guys, stick around for our ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our MVPs, our LVPs. Um, so stick around for that. And as always, guys, I think like we want you guys to tweet us your best moments as well. well 100%, right? Yeah. So feel free to like tweet us at recap underscore rewind um, every week and let us know what you guys thought of the episode and who made your list. Yeah. And we'll talk about it, too. Yeah. Um. And for anyone who's returning, thanks so much for coming back. Um, and anyone who's brand new, thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Let's get into this business, girl. Let's get physical. We got lots to talk about because it was a crazy episode. So much happened. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. where do we even begin? I mean, I guess to the top. <laughs> the beginning. You know what? It's interesting. Like, uh, like. Not that so much. No, I guess so much happened. So much happened. It was happened. just such a beautiful episode. Oh and gosh. it really just felt like a standalone piece that's like kind of like a checkpoint of the season a little bit. You so know? like we, you know, we watched Murder House. Everybody, I'm, I'm assuming and I'm hoping that everybody's watched Murder House at this point. Um, and we got a final conclusion to that story. But this was like the epilogue that I've always wanted. Mm. And you get so much conclusion. Like I'm getting chills just wanting to talk about it because, you know... I didn't realize how much I missed season one. I didn't realize like how there much was, you liked it probably too. And that, how like, much I enjoyed those characters it. Stuck with you. Yeah. And so, and it, they did such a phenomenal job. It was, I didn't feel like it was um, like contrived or too hokey. Cause sometimes, you know, like they'll say things or yeah. do things that will throw back to season one. You're like, Oh my gosh. But this felt very natural. Yeah. All the explanations were a little expositional, but it made sense. And I love the way they tied everything together. Even like, even just quickly, like even, um, introduced, what's his face Dylan McDermott yeah um, even with that I was like how are they gonna fit his like him and Connie Brady's yeah. like storyline in this like I get it Constance is like the biggest part but like I'm like how are they gonna come into right. it and so I was really worried about that but I loved his like story little too. mini story yeah. it was like really touching and, and it was such a good episode I was like very emotional by the uh, end of it yeah I mean real talk we'll talk about Vivian later but like <laughs> she, if anything she was a little <laughs> um, anyway let's get into the episode Starting from the top. Yeah. So the car rolls up and Madison and Behold get out. And as they're getting out and getting into the place, you find out that they bought the house from a real estate agent. Right. And the real estate agent says, by the way, this place has been like not like it's it, fucked. Basically. It's <laughs> fucked. There's been 36 murders in here just to let you know. And no one's been living in it for like a while. So it's pretty burnt down. Like it's not well kept at all like the grass is dead like everything's all kind of all messed up but they walk in anyway so and this something is that i forgot real quick is that this is still like in the past yes like, this is even before the apocalypse even happens which i totally forgot again i was like oh they're visiting the house they're gonna go back to the i'm like well you know that didn't happen yeah. i'm like wait we're still in the past so like, take yeah it, remember take that it, we're, we're still, still we're still in like a standstill moment yeah yeah like, like the story has not progressed at all yeah. it's all this is all backstory yeah. which is kind of funny but i'm enjoying it so far but one of the best things that happened this episode was like madison behold together on them. set yeah. in the same scene was killing me one of the things that they say uh when they're trying to get the real estate agent to buy into you know them purchasing the house is they're like we look like the worst possible versions of heidi klum and seal yeah because <laughs> they're acting like a couple right yeah yeah they're just 
hilarious together. So cute. I was dying of laughter, like, in that opening moment. And he even says, he's like, I'm putting a stretch on. Like, I'm wearing khakis. Like, this is a reach for me, too. Like, relax. So, anyway, talking to the realtor, and uh, he talks about the murders. And then he's like, don't worry. We'll just burn some sage. It's totally fine. She loves, like, an open concept kitchen. It's cool. So they get inside, and already they're feeling a lot of psychic energy, obviously. And he's like, I pity the souls that are stuck in here. And I was like, okay. And then Madison's like, I've actually been in hell, and this is, like, not that bad. Because, like, hell's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and Behold is starting to, like, get jitters. He's like, you know what, guys? Like, like why don't we just, like, go clubbing or something? Like, he doesn't want to do what they're about to do, yeah. which is basically calling the spirits, really find out the answers that they need to find out. And um, they do it anyway. Uh, so Behold even has a moment too where he's still doubting whether or not Michael is evil he's still having that question in his mind and she was like yo we just gotta find this out so he puts together a seance and then everything kind of like goes black and then you start seeing all the ghosts coming through and it was terrifying like I was like yo yo I'm like if the whole episode's gonna be like this guys I can't deal with it right now Um, it's so spooky and so scary I forgot how scary this season was Mm -hmm. because of all the jump scares and the ghosts popping out of nowhere so you see somebody running you see kids like whose faces are melted running down the stairs like and they're all like in a very tight confined space like they're yeah. all stuck in this tiny house so like right. it's all happening in that in that area and it seems like there's more ghosts than there were even when you know like I that family the Harmon family were living there the way, right? so it's like even more like spiritual yeah. and madison's like what the f happened in this house i wish they explained to us not that like it's anything big but like i wish they explained like how much time has passed since then right like has it been 50 years has it been like 10 years i think like, we know that it's like what like 2017 or no it's three years before the apocalypse so it's like 2015 yeah i don't know it's it's probably within like the last like three four years oh, or something okay. like that not too long okay um because remember uh we see some old characters from the from season one and they haven't really aged that much like mm. billy jean howard comes back in she's not like super super old but she's the only human left like mm. alive so anyway they turn it on they turn like the ghost people on and the first people that we see that we remember are ben Harmon, and he's still doing therapy with tate langdon mm-hmm. and so they're sitting there and they're talking and we're overhearing their conversation and he basically it's implied that ben is still not talking to vivian or i, sh- I should yeah. say vice versa vivian's like not having any of it and um that Violet isn't talking to Tate because she's right. just cheesed at him. She thinks he's evil. He's a psycho. As you remember how the season ended, she was just like not a happy soul. Like when she With found him. out that she died yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That was so sad. So he and he just wants to reach out to her. He's like, I just want like he's like, this has been torture. Like, I just love her. And like, you're mm-hmm. all she's all, you know, like they had a really crazy love story. Mm-hmm. But I always I was always rooting for like them as a couple. So it was hard to see him like eternally trying to talk to her and she doesn't even want to like hang out with him. Um, but yeah, we got all the characters back. We got Evan Peters, we got Dylan McDermott, we got Taiza Farmiga as a as their second role as Violet. Um, so the, in this moment, Madison and Behold walk into that area and she's like, we can see you, you can see us, we are witches, we're, we want to talk about Michael. And uh, in that moment, um, Ben is like, why should we even help you? You're, are you going to like kill us even mm-hmm. more? Like we're already dead. And he makes a good point. Like what's in it for these ghosts? Right. So he pieces out. He's like, BRB, I need to like masturbate and cry like mm-hmm. out a window. Cause he's like, that's what I basically do every single day. They're like stuck in a loop. Basically. <laughs> yeah. They're basically like stuck in a loop. loop. 
like Westworld style and Tate kind of sees them and as soon as they mention Michael he's like he doesn't want to have anything to do with it either he says um like even magical people like have to watch their backs in this yeah. house so just like be careful he dips magical people magical people and so then they go back into the living room and a ball rolls down the stairs mm-hmm. and then um of course we know like how's it how it's gonna set up i'm like waiting for the jump scare and i still got scared the guy from the basement so this is one of the langdon children um the one with a deformed face so was this constance's yes. one of her kids yeah and he was living in the basement because mm-hmm. he was like yeah. all messed up looking and uh but he was like one of the most friendly so as he's running after madison he charges her and right at that moment behold is about to like vanquish him and uh billy dean howard aka sarah paulson like grabs his hand she's like i don't think you should do that because if you do like other ghosts are gonna get pissed at you and so then they get introduced to billy dean howard who's like i am you know, so what was a, she doing there? She just kind of like chills there? I guess she visits like from time to time because there's so much psychic energy there. She's mm-hmm. a, as you guys might have remembered, she is a um, psychic for the stars, mm-hmm. right? She's something like that. So she knows who Madison is, but she says something really interesting. And I wonder if it's going to kind of connect to other seasons or how it's going to connect. But she says, oh, you know my movies. Like Madison's like, oh, you know mm-hmm. my movies. And Billy Dean Howard is like, I know a lot of Montgomery's. Hmm. but she doesn't say like i know you specifically yeah. so that's very it's interesting. A very interesting like yeah drop yeah anyway at that moment we get our reveal and constance freaking langdon aka queen. jessica freaking lang gets down the stairs and she's like why is everybody bickering this is my effing house like what yeah. are you guys doing here what did you think of this uh, moment amazing it was so hyped up it was so powerful um, and I think, you know, there's something so beautiful about her moment in this episode. I think it all made sense. Like what mm-hmm. she had in this moment was perfect and we needed it. But like seeing as a bigger season. Yeah. I don't think she had to be in the whole season. You know what I mean? It's true. And there's something so beautiful in that, too. Like she c- came in for like the clutches episode. Yeah. To give the answers that we her, need to give. Yeah. And then like, but yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. So Anyway, going back to like her introduction, yeah. seeing her in that moment, I was so excited. And so then it cuts to them in the lounge area and Billy, Constance and uh, them, like the two of them are just chilling. And she explains like they're witches and Constance is kind of just getting caught up. So then Moira comes in. So Moira is yeah. played by Francis Francis Conroy. Right. Um, she's like the old maid. And uh, she's like, oh, I finished the room. And as you remember, Moira was kind of a waste care. Like she was not a waste character she was a shitty maid right. and she was basically the bane of contest's and contest's existence what was she their beef her. all along like i love their dynamic together first of all yeah. but why why did they hate each other so much like what happened i can't remember well moira fucked her man <laughs> like oh she did was, she and that's how she died she found out that she was sleeping with her oh, she shot her in the eyeball yeah, and she died true. that's why she has like the glass yeah, eye yeah 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 so yeah it, it like i just love it they, was they were amazing together like just like, fighting on, it. for eternity yeah. like they're just gonna be fighting yeah so she goes to the side she like realizes that there's dust on it and i love that moment oh my god like jessica lang's moment she's like what's on my finger it was just such a like queen moment like she's just like looking for dust in the living room like and moira's like that's dust i see it okay fine it was like like, five centimeters of dust like moira like you need to like literally die (laughs) again (laughs) but like yeah constant was like 
it's not dust. It's my wonder. And I'm like trying to figure out, like she was just like yeah. throwing so much shade. Yeah, the hilarious. writing they gave her was like amazing. So anyway, Moira, before she leaves, Moira calls her a coward. She was like, oh, you're just like pissed that like you took the coward's way out. So we still don't know how, at this point, we still don't know how Constance, Constance dies. ended up in the house, yeah. Um, but she chucks her glasses at her, mm-hmm. and Moira just, like, dips. She's like, fuck yeah, this. Yeah, she's like, I'm not going to clean that up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not doing she's anything. Like, you get your own room. But fine. Um, so then Madison, behold, walk in. She's like, are you guys okay? Like, what are you, yeah. what are you girls, like, doing yeah. right now? Behold was so, like, entertained. Like, he was, like, uh, yeah. there's so much drama he happening so in this house. He was like, like, I'm not leaving. Ghosts are, like, the most lit people. Yeah. So Madison's like, we. she literally says, we need the hot goss. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, Madison's lines this episode were on fire. So good, like, guys. The, uh, and the script was you know so what? Good and it's episode. actually so smart what they did. Like, because at first we were wondering, like, why are they breaking up these characters and, and taking them to yes. the murder house? But seeing these two, like, behold and Madison on their own and having their time to have their own lines yeah. and their like conversations, it it just it was so much fun. It was all you wanted. It was to so watch. much fun. It was yeah. so entertaining. Yeah. And so, like, I wouldn't have asked for any better yeah, pair, really. Exactly, for sure. And, like, once you start adding more of these witches in there, more, like, warlocks, like, you lose their characters, right? Sure. So, yeah, no, it was amazing. So good. So, um, Billy Dean Howard at that moment looks at Constance. She's like, we have nothing to say about him. And uh, Constance is like, chill out. She's like, you know what? Listen, I'll, I'll, I know so much about him. Yeah. Like, I know him better than probably Anyone, anybody else. Like, any woman out But there. she says, I don't spill a drop of tea for free. And I'm like, I'm going to use that from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't spill a drop of tea for, for free. free. So, um, Madison's like, sick. Like, I love a, bar- a little bargain. And um, she says, like, remove the ginger. That's what she wants. She yeah. like, get, she's like, get yeah. rid of the girl. And so, like, okay, like, we'll figure it out. So then they go to the backyard and they start digging for the bones of yeah. Moira. So that's the only way to get them off. I didn't know if, that. Yeah. If you literally bury the them into physical bones. Yeah, the physical yeah. bones, you have to, like, move them away. And I think even Behold was like, like, girl, like, I know a spell. Like, I could just lock her up in the closet. Yeah. Like, and just leave her there. Like, what are we doing? Like, because so many people have died on this property. So like, many he's bones. like, there's bones everywhere. <laughs> like, like, taking they had to remove the gazebo first. Then they had to also, start digging. I love that there's two witches and, like, they're still digging. Like, I you would know. think there's, like, a spell for, like, doing like well the hilarious digging. thing is like after when they cover up her body in the gravesite, she like just like yeah moves her head. i'm like where were you before with this poor man's like digging a hole anyway so she's checking she's finding all these skulls she's like no no no, this is like the wrong vibration and uh so yeah just like these really cute moments with behold yeah. and madison are really entertaining yeah. so finally they find her bones they come back into the kitchen where moira is like basically like, checking her phone she's like she's not even yeah. working <laughs> <laughs> so she's like checking ig yeah so then she goes up to her madison goes up to her and says um we want to release you we found your bones she like hands her like a bag of bones and she's like <laughs> Moira's like oh my god she's like i've been looking for these <laughs> she's so happy well the thing was like i think madison thought it was going to be a little bit harder for to her Me for too. her to get out Me too. of the house yeah but you also have to remember that yeah moira wanted to leave from the get-go constance is the one that kept her there to suffer and like live like through through that forever you know what i mean so she finds the bones and Madison is like, she's like thanking her so much. She's like crying. She's so happy. And Madison has like one of the first moments where I wrote down like, is Madison becoming like a yeah. cool girl? Like she's fine. We're finally seeing the real side of Madison. It, it was like a beautiful moment where I think she's, she's like confused as to what she's feeling. Yeah. As she's, <laughs> she's watching like, Moira feel these emotions. <laughs> yeah. She's getting like, like, she's like, wait, why am I getting yeah. emotional right now? Because Moira, I don't know. I think it's Frances Conroy's like 
her face. She reminds yeah. me of like every grandma in the world. <laughs> and like she just makes me so emotional. It's true. And she was so happy to like be be get like being to set free yeah, or whatever. For sure. And uh yeah, so, it was really cool. So anyway, they go to the gravesite because they're yeah. like you can choose wherever you want to yeah. go and get buried. So they go to the gravesite and it says Mo- Molly O'Hara and it turns out to be her mom. Mm-hmm. So she just wanted to be buried beside her mom. And here I am thinking that like there's gonna be some like next drama yeah. with like getting this girl out of the house. No, like it she's was, like, like quick. She's like, just take me there. Like all I want is that. And that's what I mean. It's almost like we got the AHS like murder house epilogue. Yeah. Like we found out whatever what happens to every every single character at the end of it all. So um, Moira gets her body's her um, bones yeah. buried, and Madison behold right before that happens have like another like really cute moment mm-hmm. where behold is like yo like you're becoming like this emotional yeah. person and she's like no f you like i'm still like a yeah, badass yeah. bitch so she's still putting up her walls but we can see that she's starting to break down i think this episode more than anything else we notice how madison has really come so far she has and i think she kept um accentuating the fact that she's like i'm gonna do it right in my third life yeah, she's like, like i died she's three like times, i did already. already like i came back one time and i still fucked it up <laughs> yeah. so she's like definitely she kept saying it like and i was like yeah like she's trying to like you know she's really trying to make right. amends this yeah. time or like do it yeah or at least like right. she's just, yeah so um moira has a moment with her mom oh my god i i, I was like gonna was cry i was crying. like this is so emotional so she sees her mom and i wasn't it was so such a random moment it just caught me so off guard i, so I off really guard. didn't even like i didn't understand where i was i was waiting episode. for like a murder mystery yeah. but then it was like no she's literally just talking to her mom yeah like, that's it and then like her mom like appears yeah and she's like mom i'm so sorry i'm uh, so, so like i'm gonna cry yeah it's really sad she, she apologizes for pl- uh, pulling the plug she's on her like, i killed you i was like oh shit i'm like she's a badass bitch and then she's like no like i pulled the plug on you and then she was like i wanted to like hug you and i was so happy because like you knew that i was suffering anyway we're gonna move on because we're gonna get emotional it just caught me off guard i was like homie why are you making me cry right now i thought this was like the (laughs) most intense episode what's happening so and then there's like this really freaking beautiful shot of them like walking across a bridge almost like a bridge but it was still in the cemetery and then there was like fog at the end yeah. of like the bridge and they're just like holding hands like walking walking yeah. walking and it was really cute moira was like this is so beautiful i feel so at yeah. peace now and like yeah for anyone who's ever lost anyone like it really hits you hard in a place where it's like that's the peace that she's wanted yeah. all this time and then like right at the end like they walk into the fog and the fog just sort of like envelops them yeah. and then it like dissolves out we like, got <gasps> such beautiful oh moments. god it was I so beautiful it. i had like chills like yeah, i was for yeah. sure so then it cuts back to the house like that's the thing like it's like murder house yeah. back to murder house and uh constance finally sitting down to talk to them like we got rid of the girl let's go let's do this so um and they waste no time like constance is time. like sick okay i'm gonna tell you everything She's like, right let now me let a cigarette yeah. let's go <laughs> so yeah she starts talking and she talks about the fact that she took care of him since he was a baby yeah so as you remember you know the birth and everything it shows the like the moment from the birth too yeah she's, she how the been. family was doomed to die she takes the baby and i she forgot she died as she gave birth she, yeah she gave birth and she she died I forgot. so then um she says like baby michael was so happy he was such a joyful child um she was like he was such a good kid even when he was doing unspeakable things and behold is like what, what kind of unspeakable things was yeah. he doing so then she continues on the story and uh 
she starts crying like she starts to feel really emotional about it and she says you know um he would start leaving me little gifts like rats and like dead like dead animals yeah, everywhere first it was like small animals small animals and then she was like things started to, like she he started to like graduate to other things and then she was like i watched enough documentaries to know that i was raising a serial yeah. killer she's like because it starts like she's like everybody like bundy like all the all the serial killers that are well known started that way so she was like i don't know what to do next there was sorry there was something really special about her that i didn't that i think i either forgot or i didn't pick up in the first season with her is that like i expected her to be like this really big bitch and and this almost delusional woman who wants to raise his kid doesn't really care that he's a murderer and still raises him yeah but this time around her tone was completely different and she she does this really beautiful thing where she's like every time he killed something i planted a rose yes. like flower to like bring life again to the world yeah like, and it was such a like, huge moment i was like yo this woman's like literally like trying her best trying her best and to like see past she knows it. the darkness but she's really trying to bring the light back into the world and i just never thought Constance was like that you know i think that she's had to struggle with it for her entire existence she's always said like she was blessed to be a mother four times over but she like just every bad thing happened to all of her kids so So it was it shows more pain as she goes through it and really that's the end of the story is the fact that she couldn't get through it with him and he she couldn't fix him so she she realizes that you know like i said we he goes from small rats and then he goes to dogs that are hanging on the thing and then he was like and then there was the babysitter yeah and all along they're showing like the rose gardens getting bigger yeah. like there's no more room anymore because she's had to plant like so 100 many, roses so many things and so it shows the babysitter which we saw in uh the final episode of season yeah. one where she had to she's like i couldn't even like bury that body and she's he's not like, a baby anymore he's like maybe like two, one, or, or, two or one yeah. yeah and he's like laughing or whatever and she's like i couldn't do anything about it i had literally had to call the police and say it was like an accident she tried yeah. to kill herself um so then when that that happened she was like i don't know what to do she was like kind of at a loss and then when she went into the room she was like it wasn't a child anymore it was a really weird transition and i love yeah. that moment too because like she it's the kid the two-year-old kid on the, on yeah. the chair and like she puts her head like on his foot mm-hmm. on the bottom of his foot and then when it does She's cut, cleaning up the blood. Yeah, it was a, such a cute moment. And then the next shot is like him walking to, into the room. And yeah. all you see is like a big foot, like a man's foot. Right. It was so creepy. And it just, oh gosh, guys, Jessica Lang freaking like gives me so many emotions. And I'll say it a thousand times over during this podcast, but I just want to say it again. That's a very obvious moment where like I was feeling so many feelings for her. She's just such a grandma. She just wants to take yeah. care of her kid, you know? So anyway. So she sees this kid and she was like, that's when I knew thing- something was not right. Oh, yeah. He aged like 10 years overnight. Like she's, He's not just like this like serial killer or could become a serial psycho serial like there's killer. Something there's something legit, legit like supernatural mystical. about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he ages overnight, but he, um, she says, like, it's almost like he was in a hurry to be mm. a certain age. And I was like, to get to where of, he's going. Yeah, and, to get yeah. where he's going. And she, even seeing her say that, I was like, she's feeling some type of way of, about that moment, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys ever watched Big Fish, but she was in Big Fish as well. And it almost reminded me of that moment. I don't know. It was just really weird now that I'm thinking about it. Anyways, so uh, he she's she was like i didn't know what to do at that point in time and then something big happened and then it shows in the middle of the night he stands over her body and just starts choking her Mm -hmm. and literally tries to kill her and then as um 
as she's waking up or like trying to like stop she's trying him, to get him off he yeah. like he comes back and he's he like lets go and then you realize that he's still a child like he's not a mature yeah, he person starts bawling. he's like so, what was i doing he starts crying on he's her. like grandma what did i do like and he sounds like a child yeah. and he's like can i just have some water and like their acting is giving me chills as i'm talking about it because both of them cody fern and jessica Lange in this fern moment has my been goodness probably my favorite actor of the year right now like he, he has I, been amazing blown away yeah. blown away so they have this moment and she's like i did not know what to do at that point so she her last ditch effort was like because he's supernatural like maybe calling in a priest will do something mm -hmm. so she calls in a priest and sure enough that doesn't he, like, fucking help he yeah. kills the priest and like he's just still playing like video games and she's like at that point i was so heartbroken she's like i've been burdened by heartbreak all my life but she's like but this one shattered me like beyond recovery yeah. Oh gosh, the I can't writing get was the amazing too. I, you know, as much as you want to say Jessica Lange, like the way they wrote her in this oh, episode yeah. was, oh, yeah. uh, I, like the writing has been on point for like, sure. It's crazy. And she says too, like as she's saying, you know, like he, she couldn't fix him. She says like it's almost like as he was growing and getting better at what he was doing, um, he was over her her love. Like he didn't want it anymore, mm -hmm. and she was like, "I was worried that if I corrected his grammar one more time, he would just yeah. slit my throat." Yeah. Um, so anyway, she decides that she's like, "I did not want to leave this world like by another man's hand," because mm -hmm. like she had to deal with men like fucking she said, over. She said, "I've been doing my, my my way my whole life." Yeah. So she's like, "This time I gotta you know take yeah. it into my own hands." So then we have an amazing moment where she plays Connie Francis. It's one of my favorite songs, actually. Um, and it's uh, You're Gonna Miss Me by Connie Francis. And she's drinking and she's like taking pills. And I wrote down like she's like dancing. It was yeah, so she's cute. like dancing. And I was like watching Jessica Lang go into like a drunken, medicated state is like a staple of American Horror Story at this it point. Because we saw her do the exact same thing in season three with Coven and Fiona Good. Mm -hmm. And like I just love watching her yeah. like drunken, like hi, yeah. like she's amazing. So anyway, she ends up dying, yeah. and it was a really beautiful moment because she ends up committing suicide. But as soon as she wakes up, she gets to see all of her children. So she sees. Ugh. Tate sitting right beside her. She sees like her her son who was in the basement. I forget his name, but and then we see an, her next child, which we'll talk about a little bit later. So like there's another child in the back, like a a, girl, a little girl, and then she mentions Addie, um, and she's like, I saw all my kids except for Addie who died off of the property. If you don't remember mm -hmm. in season one. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, got just, justice for Jamie Brewer, Drew Brewer. She like totally didn't get to be a part of this season at all. Both of her characters like, oh my God, because she was Nan. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. I know. Ooh, where's this girl, man? What is she doing? Like some <laughs> next like HBO show or I something. Know, seriously. She's like contractually she's obliged. Like, she can't be on the show or yeah, something. Like, I can't do this anymore. So let me just stop you right here and ask you, like, how did you think about how, the way that Constance died? I I was down for it. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, she wanted, she says, you know, like, I wanted to be around people that I knew. I knew my family was here. Um, and yeah, if you think at the end of the day, it's so Jessica Lang. It's so like how they would want her to go out. I don't, I can't imagine any other way for her to die. If she got killed by Michael, I'd be like, see, that kind of sucks. Like seeing her, seeing even him like stand over her body and choking her. I was like, I don't know, man. I don't think that's fair I'm to this so amazing happy. character. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like what a legendary character. And like, and right before her even doing that, she's saying like, like I am contro in control of my own life. 
I've had to do things my way, whatever. Yeah. And of course, the only way she's going to go out is her way. Right. Um, so I think it was so beautiful. I don't think I expected it to be that way. I thought for sure, like, Michael would be, like, killing her. Right. But having seen this version, I was like, I'm so glad that they did this. Mm-hmm. So then that's kind of like the end of her story. Um, but she does say, she's like, I wanted to see my ch- my kids. I was so happy. But she's like, but I never wanted to see my grandson ever again. Yeah. And then you realize you decide, like the well, ghosts decide who they want to see in the in house the that house, is still yeah. alive. So he comes Which down. Which I never knew, eh? Like, I didn't realize I that I didn't either. realize that. And there was a, it, it's the scene where I think Michael comes in. Yeah. So Michael comes down the stairs and he's just waking up. He's like, grandma, like it's, or no sorry he comes to the house i think right to see her or to look for her he goes to look for her because she's missing at this point because she did so before all that happens i totally miss like a a little part where it cuts back to behold and madison and constance talking and she like finishes her story um and then we see uh her fourth child um saying um mommy it's almost tea time and her eyeballs are missing like her daughter's eyeballs and so i had to do a little bit of digging but i'd love to know your guys's so make sure you guys comment below and let us know if you know anything more about it but apparently there's nothing on her at all except for the fact that we know that she exists so um her name is yeah the daughter's name is rose apparently um but there were stories about the fact that she could have been a transsexual who was like there's a lot of like or transgender sorry in the first season um she i don't think she existed but there was a uh there was a um there was a mention of her at some point oh, in time okay so anyway sorry i meant transgender i didn't i wasn't like i don't know what her situation is but her eyes are missing that's all we really know yeah. so i wonder if that whole the focus on her is going to come back later on in the season or in the series even because it feels like they wouldn't just like throw that moment in just for us to see it and like walk away like why would you intro a new character at this point but anyway so we see it and uh then it cuts to like ben Harmon like jerking off crying by the window and they're like uh are you done dilf like madison walks in she's like are you done and he's like i have nothing to say to you and madison tries to make a bargain with him and say says uh like what if we can get you to stop doing what you have to do and he was like like jerking off he's like but like low-key like i "I just want to stop the crying (laughs) yeah and they're all like like freaking behold's face was killing me and he's like okay cool so then he tells the rest of the story and he says when constance died that's when i saw my son for the first Mm. time so it's almost like she was attached and tethered to him and then suddenly like as soon as she passed away like he was open to the rest of the family i don't know which makes sense yeah i guess because when he came looking for her right right in the house yes um he's like where is she or she, he sees her body there. Yeah, so she, he comes downstairs and he's like, like Grandma, Grandma, and then he sees and he the body sees and she's dead. dead. And Ben is sitting on a chair and he's like, she doesn't want to even see you. Yeah. And then he's he's gagged. He's like, why doesn't she want to see me? And then you realize that they start to have like therapy sessions. Yeah. So Ben tries to shrink him and like talk to him about things. And he realizes he's, he's really, really smart and very intelligent. He, um, he tries to just like take him like, through. Everything I taught him, like he, he thinks... He thinks five steps ahead of everyone. Yeah. And so it was really cool because, like, they showed the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't just solve it. He, like, designed a crazy pattern yeah. on the cube. Like, 
he's so smart yeah he's super smart and so he starts to be a little bit more curious he, you can tell that ben was thinking that he can start to rehabilitate him yeah. um, and they and were like they had like a dad moment like yeah. they were like throwing the baseball around like it was so cute because he's trying to see him as his son he's like even though he wasn't yeah. my son he's kind of like loki yeah. my son so he wanted to take care of him and watch him watch out for him um but then uh, it cuts to a moment where he finds like the rubber mask in Tate's room and Tate like loses it on him. Mm-hmm. So as we remember, Tate is like his real father and Michael just turns to him and he's like, but I just want to like be like you. And Tate Daddy. completely rejects him. So what did you think of this moment? Did you think this was going to happen uh, to I Michael? I honestly didn't think it was going to happen. I thought for sure Tate would be like, yes, like Come my through. son. Yeah. But uh, when he said those words and he was like, I could never create something like evil like you, like get the F out of yeah. here. Like they all hated Michael. Like yeah. I did not expect them to act this way towards him. Yeah. I thought they were going to be like, yes, like he's our son. Like get us out of this. Like I thought they'd be more lit about him. Especially- and nobody was really excited about him. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> and even Tate was like, I could never create you so get the f which was a bit of a surprise because i think even in episode one of apocalypse we were like or two when we see the rubber man for the first time again we're like who is that guy because we're like oh it must be tate's like ghost like going around like fucking everybody yeah but i guess it's not even him because he wouldn't follow him him. so i'm like who is it now like another question mark right so we don't know like who that other person is his like his next like persona like we don't know or is it just him or is it just him fucking people yeah so then he realizes after he gets rejected by tay like it hits him really hard and he starts to like lose like ben starts to lose him to the darkness and you can see him like hang out with like the wrong like people he sees a black dahlia ghost who died in the house as well and he's like performing like surgery on her and he's like giving her a smile like it's really creepy and weird um and then he's like and then the household ben is like telling the stories Mm -hmm. like and then the house household and like shit went even worse and so uh it's like a lesbian couple they walk in they're so excited they're alive for like 2.5 seconds five (laughs) seconds and uh they're murdered right away in the kitchen literally like Like they walk ben closes the door front door and all he hears is screaming he goes into the kitchen and like uh it's the rubber man wearing like the whole suit and he slashes both of their necks and they die right in front of him and Ben's like, what did you do that for? Like, they were innocents. And he's like, they're not supposed to be here. And of course, like, they're, he's like, well, you're an idiot because, yeah. like, they're going to be he's here like, forever they're now. They're going to be here now. And he's like, no, 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 no. And so they get out, their souls get up, and they're like freaking out. They're like, what the hell's happening? And then he, like, he just like, he like holds like his them. he like rips his hand and like he burns yeah, their souls like, like even their souls like are they're gone. literally like he, ben's like he erased them from the like, universe, universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't even exist anymore um and it just goes to show how much power yeah. he has and so much control at such a young age and even ben like got blown away he was like boom like yeah. he like hit the wall and uh yeah so we learn at that point like madison's like great our new supreme is pure evil yeah. like what are we gonna do we gotta tell cordelia so then, as they're about to leave and get ready to go, Vivian comes through. We see our girl, uh, Connie, Connie. Britton. Hey, Connie. Hey. She's been, like, lurking this whole and, like, time. And, like, girl, like, if you're going to make a return to TV after, like, eight seasons, like, can you not wear your pajamas? <laughs> like, they put her in the most, like, like... Like a full suit. Like, <laughs> like she was wearing, she's, like, like s- in her cardigan and, like, pajama pants. Like, make her, like, wear some sick clothes. Like, her character, I think, is the one that I kind of felt was a little, like, I didn't really need her. I don't. No, think. that's I what I mean. Really I was like, they only brought her back just because of the fact ben that back they had to bring like, everybody back. Like Ben was clutch for sure. Like his moments were really cute with like, Michael, but hers was kind of just like she's like, I know he was evil. 
And that was the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, but you didn't do anything. Like, real talk, she was probably one and, of the like, more waste characters. She like, didn't do anything. Yeah. I guess it was her baby clothes, like, when she, like, You know what? Yeah, it was. Because it kind of <laughs> continues on from the, where she died. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I definitely think that she was, like, kind of, like, an extra character yeah. for sure. Her explanation was not necessary. But she sees Ben. She's like, hey. And he's like, yo, he's like, like <laughs> yo, you're talking to me right now. She's like, I'm she's like, not, not really, sure. No. She's like, I'm going to leave right after this. I'm getting upset. So, no. Don't. This is not going anywhere. Connie Britton is, like, not about this She just life. wasn't having it. She was like, I've done Nashville since then. Like, I'm too good for HS right now. She's like, I'm doing Dirty Joe later. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so... She she says, like, your son, who's, like, eternally going to be crying in this house, needs you. Like, go see your son. But what are you talking about? So, you know, remember how Ben had a child with that ne- next girl? Which next girl? Doesn't he have, like, an Ill- illegitimate child? With who? I don't remember, guys. Guys, can you guys catch us up know. on that? Like, no, HS I was going to ask you that, too. She's like, your baby's crying. I'm like, but which baby? I was like, just, how many babies does this guy have? I think it was, like, the guy that, like... It was the baby from the girl that he had the affair with, no? That chick that, like, got her head smashed in with a shovel. So the baby died on on the premises? I think so, yeah. He, like, left it, and then he killed himself. I think he, like, left the baby, like, on the stairs, and the baby was crying, and then he, like, ended up, like, hanging himself. So I think the baby, like, died. Yeah, guys, please let us know. Comment below. Let us know what the F was that Where does baby come from? Yeah. Um, So anyway, so he says... Uh, she says to Madison and behold he's not just like a bad witch like you can't just go back to Cordelia and say like he's just a bad witch he's like something more and she says this next level quote I wrote it down because I had to like figure out what she said she says it's from the book of Revelation so I'm like good girl like she's like been reading like Google she says then I saw a beast with ten horns and seven heads rising out of the sea and all who dwell on the earth will worship him and she was like basically it's like but like where did she see that end of times yeah I mean she's time now to like read books I guess no but like (laughs) did she see Michael go through that no yeah she did so then she this is her part of the story so then it gets to her part and uh she's like everything was wrong with him even his birth was something was wrong um his appearance was wrong she's like strange things started to happen like when he was around like crows would circle the house and like it was always warm in the house like it's all he was on fire um and she was like and then they came and then it shows the antichrist like i guess crew coming and he calls himself the black pope like the main mm. guy and and he's from the church of satan and uh two of the, two cardinals so then we yeah. see miss mead yeah and we also see a character that i don't know if you noticed but you it's know? somebody from like season two as well as season four it's pepper y'all she like bends on up oh my god i didn't recognize her because she all pretty now um so yeah i guess that's a little wow. easter egg but she's like one of the cardinals and um they follow they see michael and michael's like who are you guys and they like explain like we're from the church of satan like we followed you it was almost like a jesus story but like the yeah. dark jesus story they're yeah. like we followed you like from the from house the like the stars like say that this is like a portal of hell and you know you're the chosen one and uh, Madison's like, but why? Like, he's she's asking Mad- like Vivian, why did you not stop him at that point? And then Vivian's like, well, I just thought it was like a bit of a joke. Like the guy was kind yeah, of yeah. She's loser. like, I didn't understand like who these people were like coming into our yeah. house. And then she's like, until the Black Mass. And then we see the Black Mass. So Miss Mead is picking up some like hitchhiker mm-hmm. on the side of the road when it's raining. And then as she's driving like down, she sees she notices that Mrs. Mead has a upside down cross. Yeah. It's like the Antichrist cross. And uh, she's like, uh, can I just like walk? And then in that moment, it's like too late. Yeah. She stabs her with a needle and then they like throw her like she wakes up and she's like in the house 
on like on a thing she's like wearing a gown and they freaking kill her like in the most brutal yeah, ass like, way possible can, can we just go through this scene like i had to fast forward it because i couldn't watch um but like so wait so you're oh saying God, vivian so saw all this so yeah she's experiencing this and like seeing it how all. she wasn't in that scene she wasn't in that scene but she was probably like lurking from oh, afar she, or somewhere she's a ghost, like yeah she slash like they probably didn't want to pay connie bring them yeah because that's <laughs> the part I mean, that's what i mean like as in like she didn't see that moment where he, he became like almost like the devil and that's what i mean i think i don't know if it was a production i don't know if it's like just connie Britton like hating on the show or whatever but like it just seemed that like she literally came in for that scene like, and that was it even like dylan mcdermott like had moments with michael like you don't see Connie Britton no. with Cody Fern at no. any point in time. Well, no, so you a, do at the end when she walked sure, in. Sure, yeah. but like barely that even. Like that could be could have been done on CGI too. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. So So they kill this girl. Can so you go through it's, the process? It's like, just okay, so, so like they slice her stomach they open. They slice first. her stomach open and then they dig but into her. But she's alive, right? She's alive. They dig into her. They pull her heart. Guys, it, I wanted to throw up. It was so dark and disgusting actually like the one thing that i did say and i wanted to note this out is i love ahs i think it's such a terrifying show to watch i know this is one thing that i don't know why it just sat with me really weird i we've seen so many crazy things in the show i don't know why this watching this moment really like hit me somewhere where i was like y'all went too far like yeah. watching a girl die as she's a alive like getting her heart pulled out like it just felt so wrong dark. and like i don't know it's just sometimes watching the show you realize like how you're just like sitting and watching something and you're like it's it's one of those moments where like should i be watching this like this is like a little life and like, I, scarring and i almost feel like it happens it does like th that should really happen but that's what i mean like, like people do say this for real people purposes. and that's why i feel like it was too real like too yeah. dark but anyway we see it and he pulls up this like throbbing heart but there's no significance to the girl it's just like some random girl it's just like yeah i guess like, like they had to choose a, a sacrifice yeah so they pull her heart out and then they give it to michael and michael starts eating it like khaleesi styles yeah and uh then um a shadow appears behind him and it's like the winged beast mm. and he's like i finally see my potential father like he knows like his dad is there aka like the devil, the devil. is there and that's when Vivian says, like, that's when I decided I wanted to kill him. <laughs> like, it only took yeah. you, like, a million years later. Freaking dumbass woman. Um, and so she kind of sneaks up behind him. Like, yeah. as like, if... You're going to tell me you just saw this man basically turn into, like, the devil or, like, call his daddy the devil. Yeah. You're going to see all this shit. Then you're going to walk into this guy's bedroom with a fucking butcher knife? And like, <laughs> that's it, girl? That's it. That's all you That's what do. you're going to bring to the table. A butcher knife. <laughs> Like, what is wrong with you? Like, that's why you're dead right now. Because, like, you're dumb. <laughs> you're such an idiot. Like, do, bring something next level. Like, she brings, like, a freaking, like, four-inch butcher knife. Yeah. She's like, to what kill are you the devil? With... Antichrist? Like, what? <laughs> All right. So, anyway, he obviously books her, like, right away. Yeah. Okay, tell me what that thing was behind his ear. So, I had to pause it and let to, like, go back and pause it. It's a 666 tattooed on the back of his ear. Okay. I don't know if it was tattooed, but, like, it's, like, burned into his yeah, ear. Yeah, because it looked like he was, like, warts almost. Yeah, like, so it's a 666, like, devil. So um, she sees it, and then right in that moment when she's about to stab him, she, like, catches fire, just like the two like, people did. I feel like he has eyes in the back of his head almost. 100%. Something like that, right? Well, it's, Where like, it's, like, it's like what you said, like, the fact that he's he knows, like, he senses things. He can see people, like, yeah. five steps ahead. I'm sure I just that didn't know why they cut to, like, that section of his body and then, like, 
you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, didn't get... I don't know. Maybe it'll be a clue for later, yeah. but like, it definitely was like the sign of the beast yeah. on his on his ear. And uh, in that moment, as she's like about to catch fire, Tate like pushes her out of the way and saves her essentially, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of weird because I'm like, if you were Michael, wouldn't you just like blow them up anyway? Like, yeah. who cares? Like, what does it matter? Like, what? How is she getting away? <laughs> like, how is a ghost getting away? So, yeah. um, yeah, he. He saves her, and then she's like, as soon as that happened, like, Michael dipped. I never saw him again. Yeah. He, like, moved out of the house. And she says, you know, like, he, she's like, he's not from me. She's like, that child mm-hmm. is not from me. She's not even from Tate. No. She's she's like, he. the source of darkness is his actual father, yeah. and he's here to destroy the world. Yeah. So, like, she confirms that he's an antichrist in this moment. It's funny, because I was talking about this with you, too, before. Like, in that moment, too, I was think, trying to think, I'm like, where did this where did this guy's power come from where yeah. did this darkness come from it yeah. can't just come from freaking tate and in that moment i was like oh my god this has to be bigger than tate like he he was born from like the darkness of that house or the Hellmouth or wherever he's from For it sure. is so past her and tate you yeah, know absolutely and i don't think you really understand that until this season until this episode yeah. really yeah i guess but also like Vivian was extra. Yeah, sure. she, she really was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as soon as they find the story, they're like, okay, now it's time to leave the house, and we got all our answers. We got to go back to the coven, and as they're leaving, um, they're they get a little like a little scared. They're yeah, like, they, what if we can't stop him? Yeah. Like, what if we're not powerful enough? And then as they're about to leave, like one hundred, um, they see Violet crying, and Madison and has like, like another doing, like final she's moment. Like, wait, wait. She's always depressed, this girl. She never smiles in every, yeah. every season. And just seeing like Madison again with like another Taisa Farmiga yeah. character. Yeah. She's like, girl, you're even basic in this like storyline. Yeah. So anyway, she talks to her. She's like, don't cry. She's like, listen, actually, I don't even think Tate's that bad. Like, here's like some powder. She like, like, it's like, like truth powder. She's like, it's like cocaine. Like, she's like, like here, it's like, like learn, learn the story. Yeah. And she like realizes. She's like, like huh? Her <laughs> eyes like roll over her head. She's like, uh, I see everything now. <laughs> she's like, you saved my mama. Yeah. And so she gets really excited about that. And she finally calls Tate. And Tate like literally runs He's down like, the stairs. Huh? He was like lurking over the staircase. Stair- I'm like, well, what are They're they? honestly so cute though. Like, just seeing that you're like, I'm over it. I don't know. Here's the thing. I think you're saying that because I know MB loves a love story, so I'm surprised that you're like not in love with it. The one thing I will say is it was kind of random, pl- randomly placed. I think that like you are excited to get out of the house and be like, okay, next episode they're gonna find Cordelia and talk to her. So like seeing yes. this as the final moment, and you're I, like, yeah. Know. And I also just think like there's I I've seen their love story already. It's been played out in season one. We got it. We had it. But they still hated it's each fine. other. So at least we get yeah, this like, I don't resolve. Really, I don't know, you know. I don't really care for it. I love the fact that like Madison was trying to be nice. That's what I care yeah, about more actually in that too. moment. For sure, it shows that she has a full out heart. Yeah, like, this girl is like, like she went out real. of her way to like do something nice for someone else. Yeah. So anyway, um, she does that. They get together and then they apologize to each other. It's such a cute moment. And then she sees them like in the window. They're like dancing in the window, like making out. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> hanging out in the, the window. Spot, like, moonlight's and on Madison like leaves with behold, yeah. and the episode ends like she like closes the gates. He's and, like, like, damn, it, girl, you're being so nice now. <laughs> yeah, she's like, good for you, girl. She's like, at least someone's getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that's the yeah, end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, it was so good. It such really a good episode. Good. I was so excited to see everything and everybody again. Jessica Lang, I love you. I hope one day you listen to our podcast and just. Know that we we out here loving you. Yeah, it was it was a really beautiful episode. For sure. Let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, Best moment. moment. 
my best moment and i know it's not like a specific moment but it was all of constant lang constant slang's constance langdon's story yeah and her explaining it i just think you know like first of all like obviously jessica lang phenomenal she made me want to cry uh just seeing the struggle as as a ghost as a mother as a grandmother trying to take care of this antichrist child she just played it so well and i think the writing and the story they gave her her trying to make lemons out of lemonade with the rose garden and all that it was i was like you ask yourself the same question what if you were raising a serial killer what would you do how would you try to like do it and she goes through the motions and she has all the emotions that you would have if you were put in that position and she just played it so well i just loved that storyline yeah, what for was, sure. What it, was yours? Just before I get to mine, like yeah. there was that one line from her, and she was like, "I was like born to be a mother," and she's like, "I'll die, trying, trying to be one or whatever." Yeah. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I started crying. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's so sad." Um, yeah, what was your best moment? My best moment was I think the Moira storyline. Story okay. Just that little cute sequence. Oh my sequence. god, yeah, absolutely. It was so beautiful. I just didn't expect. I love just being surprised mm-hmm. with like beautiful moments. I didn't expect it, and I think it made me see this other side of this show. And like I finished the haunting too, so like right. I feel like it kind of connected me to like Got that story, and like just like the idea that like these spirits have a an ending. You know what I mean? They have a like, final. I never story. thought that like I'd want to see where the, their stories end. The aftermath goes, yeah, yeah. Or for sure. if they even deserve an ending, like, and to see them give Moira, like, who's not really a major character, no, like, yeah. to see them spend time and give her this her beautiful moments. freedom, yeah to be like i want to be buried like in a cemetery like mm. as basic you can get like cemetery without my mom like i'm good yeah. like it was just really freaking beautiful really touching. how do they fit these moments in the, in this gigantic season episode. and this like episode, this is why i love so their team happened. like it's it's amazing like, yeah absolutely wtf moment my wtf moment was um when connie um what's her face vivian walks into his room to kill michael yeah i was like first of all you're dumb like what are you doing like you're not gonna kill the butcher knife and then also i just didn't understand what was behind his ear like i literally thought he was it was eyes because like i watched it so fast i'm like yo this guy have eyeballs (laughs) behind his ears (laughs) i was like i have to have j-line if that was real but it was just a tattoo so whatever um yeah for sure that was definitely a wtf moment like girl what are you trying to do out here with a freaking butcher knife loser yeah um my wtf moment was a black mask because i just thought it was very like it heart-wrenching the, like, just like the, the whole the like suit. the no the suicide like them killing oh, the girl the mask yeah 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 i just thought it was very like uh like it hit oh, me it in was a place very where disturbing. i was like Ooh. i couldn't watch it i told you i was like i fast forwarded i was like he'll tell me about it after it's like, just I can't so watch this. brutal yeah, I just didn't think that they were going to go there. They went there, and I'm like, ooh, you ain't come back from the HS. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was my Do you think moment. at that moment that, like, Michael's face was a little, like, shook? No, I think he was, like, intrigued. Oh, okay. He was intrigued, okay. and he was like, what's coming next? Like, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, he was very excited about it all. MVP. My MVP was Madison. Girl, hi. I loved her this episode. Yeah, absolutely. I love that, like, there was room enough for her to, like, be herself mm-hmm. and, like, her to shine a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that final scene with Vivian. Best. I mean, um, what's her face? Uh, Vi- with Violet. Violet. Yeah. Uh, it was just so, again, like, so unexpected. Like, she mm-hmm. didn't have to do that. Um, and it was so freaking yeah. cute. And, like, I think that there's, like, this, like, common, like, love triangle between, like, Emma Roberts Taiza for me, guys. Yeah. Evan Peters. Like, there's so like this true. like consistent thing yeah. that happens with the three of them every freaking season. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Or not every She's season. She's like, find yeah. love with my yeah. ex-fiance. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. For sure. 
Um, because you said Madison, my MVP is going to go to Constance. I can't say enough times how much I loved her in this episode. Jessica Lang, I love you. That's all I got to say. LVP. My LVP, I didn't really have like a least valuable player, but I just mentioned the Miss, um, not Miss Mead, but like the other two people that were with her. Okay. So like the Dark Pope and like the other girl, yeah. I guess Pepper, just to see like what's going to happen with them. Like what, like do they end up, they obviously don't end up in the after apocalypse yeah, so like yeah. what happens to those what two happens? characters and like do they actually even play a big part in his storyline right or are they part of the the co- what's it called the collective yeah exactly maybe. yeah, yeah maybe i just we'll wanted to focus on them for like a sec yeah well you probably wanted to say this too but i took it my lvp is definitely vivian vivian yeah i was like <laughs> like she was the worst she was that. literally the worst character i wanted more from her like i love connie Brin and like i just wanted a bit more yeah but i get it i think mean, this is the thing like they can't make everyone's return iconic sure you, you gotta choose i mean they right? fully could have i think i disagree but i, I think really they do totally like ben so I, I if i had to choose like ben's storyline over hers because i think we saw the whole mother storyline with michael with Constance, right yeah, and like true. you don't see that dad side to like michael's backstory yeah. so seeing ben kind of fill that role for like a minute sure. was really cute i mean here's the thing i didn't love vivian's character from season one anyway true. she was like aloof and she ran away from every problem that she had to deal with like she was really annoying actually when yeah. you really think about her character specifically I know she, I mean shade against Connie Britton I'm, I don't think she's the best actress of all she's time not, not. so I just thought that like seeing her again I'm like you just look whiny you don't want to be here I don't want you to be here either like just you know what I think it know, is like, I don't want to say she's not, a, she's not a good actress in Friday Night Lights she's like my, the best thing ever she's like, maybe this is but just not I her think suit she can't do horror yeah. yeah yeah I think she just can't she can't do horror because I don't know she just doesn't maybe it's like her the way she looks yeah uh, and yeah she just can't get that dark she's like permit she, she just like looks angry all yeah. the time <laughs> like yeah. girl relax but yeah i just thought that she didn't like pull through the amount of times that she saw him becoming like demonic she didn't have any moment in time where she's like okay now i gotta step forward (laughs) like no and then when she stepped forward she was waste case like she almost died yeah anyway definitely lvp the The best best line line. what was your best line my best line was from constance okay girl girl beginning um and she's talking to madison Uh and uh, behold and she's like, well, if you really do have witchcraft at your disposal, at your disposal, then why don't you just abracadabra that goddamn bitch out of my afterlife? <laughs> I love I her. Died. I died. I reminded like ten times. I'm like, she's like the way so she good. said it was so good. She's I can't even best. do it justice, but like it was so good. Like the hatred that these two girls yeah. had to get like to it's each other, it was so funny. And just seeing her like deliver these lines that are yeah. written for her are so. And phenomenal. she's just like, get her out of my afterlife. Like, <laughs> like, she's, like just get, get her, her out, out of here. here. Um, so funny. I have a couple best lines, but they're from the same person, so I'm gonna say them both. Yeah. Um, first of all, the writing in this entire season or this episode was amazing, but I just wanted to pull like really funny ones that made me laugh. One of them was uh, from Madison, and she says, "If my child wasn't good, <laughs> if my child wasn't cute or like good looking, oh God, I, I could never love it." She's like, "If you if it wasn't a cool kid, like I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I, I couldn't love it." And I was like, I couldn't stop laughing at that point. And then also, it's actually between Behold and Madison where he says, you surprise me under that facade of a heartless narcissist is, and she finishes it off with a stone cold bitch. Like she's still trying her best to show that that she's not, 
you know she's a stone stone cold like she has no emotions clearly we don't know that that's the case by the end of the episode so i just loved that particular quote because it shows that she's still trying to put her guard up but girl those wows is coming down and i can't wait to see like what they do because i think even last episode during our podcast you said like when are we gonna see the real madison she always puts up these walls and you puts know, up these like fake walls that like now we're starting to see and emma roberts is like doing a good job playing through. through no for sure like i'm really liking and i'm not the biggest fan of emma roberts so like me yeah saying this is, i know is trust definitely me guys. like a stretch <laughs> this is real but i'm really liking her she's playing it really well and it's funny that you sing that moment because I love the moment where like Jessica Lange looks at Madison. She's like, clearly you haven't had a kid because like, look at your body. Yeah. Like you're not like <laughs> thick enough, whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, it's such a cute dynamic. And um, I think I would love to see this girl like be a mom. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like because she almost like Madison looked like she was like, ugh, like insulted, but like a little intrigued like, too like, at how you love this thing. Like, how mm-hmm. can you love this thing? And yeah. even her just saying like, well, if my kid's ugly, I'm not going to love it. Like, <laughs> like, she's got a long way to go, but, like, I'm so down for that journey. For sure. You know? I'm so down for it, too. Absolutely. I um, hope they bring her back, but yeah. we'll see. Another thing I just wanted to ask and go through was, I think it was Madison to Vivian, and she goes, um, she's talking about, like, Michael and the house, and this stuck with me, because mm-hmm. she was just like, it's like this house used him, um, about Tate, I guess. And she's like, it's like this house used him as a vessel to create something way, way worse. Right. Because like Vivian, um, Violet was like, he's evil. Like Tate's mm-hmm. just like really bad. And Madison's like, no, the house just used him mm-hmm. to like put this seed into the world. Yeah. So it's not him. And she says like, as soon as Michael left, I think all that evil exactly. left the house as well. Exactly. So yeah. I was like, yo, that's actually so true and it is very and I never thought of it like that and it is very telling to see I like put it on tate the whole time yeah what this whole story is like we always thought tate was the evil one he killed a bunch yeah. of people in the school like he's like the devil incarnate and we remember but he we were questioning that too in the beginning right we yeah were saying, like, like why would it be just this child yeah. why why all is this is is all of this antichrist exactly. stuff coming to this one kid like yeah. he's not that bad like he wasn't like killing animals like when he was a child you know he's just a disturbed kid yeah so yeah it all makes sense no now. i love that yeah um so yeah anyway that's the episode guys i'm so looking forward to the next episode i'm sure we're gonna go back to you know the, the coven and see what happens I there i think the next episode is called traitor Ooh. so somebody knows how to pay i really hope it's not oh i guess it's ariel he's a traitor right isn't he the oh, one that like true. killed right we'll see not, anyway you know what these titles always mean more than one thing i feel like so it might be like all except over. for this one this was like queenie might be house. like Oh, the gag. (laughs) Or maybe Misty. You never know. Let us know what you guys think. Thanks for listening. Make sure you guys comment at the bottom of this episode. We can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about it because it was a crazy episode. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.